You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Sparky, 5 or 1250 AM, The Fan. How are we doing on this lovely, lovely day? Well, it's going to be lovely because there's no rain in the forecast in, in the Milwaukee area for like the next six months. So I'm sure it's <laughs> lovely as you're listening uh, to this podcast here on your Odyssey app or if you download your favorite podcast at uh, Steve Sparky Fiverr. You follow me at Sparky Radio from 1250 AM, The Fan. Phil Brilo, follow him, $2 Phil, at Brew City Bowling. Of course, Dwight Albrecht at the Spare Time Pro Shop in New Berlin, Wisconsin. Follow him on Twitter at Dewey 300. Big things going on with uh, Dwight Albrecht uh, this weekend. Uh, and the uh, the dancing fool, apparently, Dwight Albrecht uh, <laughs> this weekend. Uh, so, Dwight, uh, yes. w- what's going on, dude? What you got? My my daughter, Ashley, is getting married. Oh, man, that's awesome. And we're going to have it down at MSOE. Yep. And part of what I agreed to was that during the father-daughter dance, uh, we are going to start off with a slow, traditional father-daughter yeah. dance and then break into about six or seven songs where they are very fast-paced music, more Ashley type of music. And uh, she wants to do a father-daughter choreographed dance to each one of these songs. Zero chance. I won. <laughs> Zero I won chance. Video. I won video. I, my my, I my video. response to my daughter would be, I love you, but not that much. Yeah, I, I love you, but not that much. I'm not doing that. No. I just have a lot of more respect for these guys that do Dancing with the Stars oh. and all the choreographed moves yeah. that they do on Dancing with the Stars because even the simple stuff that she wants me to do, I, I have two left feet. Me too. You know, and so yeah, I don't I'm dance. not a dancer. I go I'm to weddings. Give, I'm, I'm hoping everyone's eyes are on my daughter and her dress. Of course and, it will be. Right. And, and, and the old heavy fat guy to the left, obviously I mean, not many people are going to watch unless they want some comic relief. Are yeah. you already planning another surgery on your hips or anything? Yeah, yeah that's that's a good point. Say, yeah, I mean. I, I, we were kidding during the week about having my Cairo. Uh, yeah, there. There at the wedding. Yeah. Correct. Just in case my back goes out. That's a good idea. I would suggest <laughs> that you should invite him quickly. Uh, but yeah, is, yeah, we're very excited. It's going to be a very hectic weekend. Very nervous. Yeah. Yeah. Can you just text me when it's done and let me know you're okay? Yeah. <laughs> that would be good. Just so we know you're okay. Oh, God. Pray for Dwight this weekend. Yeah. Uh, congratulations to Ashley. Uh, yeah, obviously. Thank you. She's awesome. Thank you. I love Ashley. Uh, okay, so lots to get to on today's show. I, I was in St. Louis uh, last week. 
uh, for a baseball tournament, 16U baseball tournament, and, and discovered someplace uh, that immediately triggered me into bowling mode um, and got my brain working. And it's not involving the sport of bowling where I was, but it got me thinking about bowling and how to possibly grow the sport. So we, I want to get into that a little bit later on. We'll get into the PB, PWBA US Open uh, as well. Phil and Dwight have thoughts on that. I do not. Uh, spare time, uh, LBC and National, or actually the PBA LBC uh, Nationals going on at Bolero in Milwaukee, which we've talked about now for the couple of weeks. Phil is down there every weekend yeah. uh, doing this. Uh, so we're going to get updates on by, from Phil as far as how that is going. But first... But first, bowling is made it onto <laughs> sports talk radio and onto morning shows of music stations. Not for the reason you want. All <laughs> over the country. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, it's not Tom Clark. No. Mm. It's not Kyle Troop. No. Social not, media. It's not Jason Belmonte. Yeah. Sean Rash didn't have a fit and cause something. That that didn't happen. <laughs> it's nothing involving the PBA. It's not the PWBA. Well, what could it possibly be? College bowling. Oh, college bowling. All right. That sounds good. Yeah. All right. Whitewater, they do something. Whitewater make the news. No, Whitewater didn't make the news. But who did make the news is Stephen F. Austin. I've always liked Stephen F. Austin. You want to know why? Because my name is Stephen Pfeiffer. uh, It's always (laughs) been a thing for me. Like Stephen F. Austin. That's pretty cool. Uh, So their bowling program uh, makes the news. Now, why is their bowling program makes the news? Well, Stephen F. Austin State University assistant bowling coach Steve Lemke, who I did not know. You said is from Kenosha. Originally, the Lemkes are from Kenosha. I'm yes. from Kenosha, and I was like, really? Yeah. I literally then, as Phil told me this before we were about to start the podcast, I was like, I want to know if I know this dude. So I Googled it. Yeah. I'm like, nope, because I grew up bowling in Kenosha, and so, but again, I'm like a decade older than this guy, so obviously he was way behind me, and I was yeah. probably long gone before. Um, he would have got up to that level, but either way. So Steve Lemke uh, chose to resign rather than be fired this spring after the university discovered that he had an affair with a student athlete. Lemke, 38, who is married to head coach Amber Lemke, also from Kenosha, also from Kenosha, also from Kenosha, uh, resigned April 10th from the program. He helped coach to two national titles and two second place finishes. Now, that by itself, mm-hmm. if you just stop there, <laughs> right, we're not talking about it. It was. We're not. I mean, even though the fact the guys from Kenosha, I wouldn't right. have cared enough to know that the guys from Kenosha wouldn't bother me in yeah. the least bit. The only reason I heard about it that early was because one of the players on the team, uh, they have a, a brother that does some work with the PBA, so oh. I heard about it that way. But it was all pretty quiet, and nobody was really getting to the details of why he left the program. It was like, okay, all of a sudden they still had the NCAA tournament and the uh, USBC Intercollegiate Team Championships to go yet, right? And and then he left. And he left right before all that happened. So, yeah. So, again, if it's coach sleeps with student athlete, that's a story, but nothing anybody's going to run with, right? The right. morning shows right. yeah. uh, across the country, yeah. music morning shows, sports talk shows. It's not blowing up on the TV, Fox and ESPN. Nobody's really talking about it. Eh, whatever. Because you've got teachers sleeping with students and everything else. Oh, sure. This so disgusting crap is going on forever. Right. Yes. But. It is at the college level, so it's nobody under the age of 18 Teen, or anything right, like that. So minor, it's, it's adults right. or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Steve Lemke, I swear to God, like <laughs> you can't even make this up. I the fact I the, look, these quotes, I'm sure most of you have already seen. 
I would have been laughing as this dude would have been talking to me. I, I wouldn't have been. I promise you, I could not have kept a straight face as he was talking to me. If I was the reporter listening to this, I would have just started laughing like, dude, shut up. I, you're kidding. What are you doing? Are you kidding? This reporter is going, keep, uh, let me keep throwing you questions because this is going to be the story of my lifetime so far. Right. But how do you do That's a straight right. face? Like, this is stupid. Uh, All right. Lefty said, I knew it was kind of a no-no, but there's not a rule saying it can't happen. There's not a law saying I'm going to go to jail for doing something like this. There's nothing in stone. I guess it's just an ethics code. Like, we frown upon it, but there's no rule. There's no law broken, says Steve Lemke. Okay. Uh, Phil, you've had uh, opportunity uh, to coach uh, oh. before. Dwight, you've you've coached uh, yeah. as well. So you, you tell me, Phil. He is technically right. He's not yes. going to go to jail for sleeping no. with a college student. That's right. that's not going to happen. Right. Um, he no says, laws were broken. He says yeah. maybe it's an ethics issue. Maybe it's an ethics issue. Yeah. Uh, so he his head's way up in the clouds somewhere. Uh, Phil, your thoughts on this whole situation? I when I first heard it, like I said back in April, I thought it was just going to be okay. It's the program needs to move on. You know, it's going to stay pretty quiet, and Stephen F. Austin's not going to have any problems recruiting future players or anything like that because the issue's done for. And this just screamed to me of Steve Lemke just pulling the pin on the grenade and just dropping it on the floor while he's still in the room because he was trying to take everybody out with him in, in a bizarre way. He makes himself. Well, I he, know, he, but he pulled the pin on his if, own career. Okay, but. If you're a player thinking about going to Stephen F. Austin after all this has been out in the news, yeah, but he's now, gone. Are you, yeah, but it's going to give parents and everybody second thoughts about. Oh yeah, never. Why, you know, how many other good gone, players uh, are going to go to this program? So it'd be the next kind of thing. He tried in. to pull. He tried to pull the pin on the whole thing, and it made him look freaking terrible. But in his mind, he thought he was doing the 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 thing where it was just going to blow up on everybody, but not Phil, just him. It blew up so much. Oh, I know. Okay, that. Now, unless himself. you've lived right. under a rock, when that dude applies for a job, oh, good luck. You're gonna be like, oh, there's uh, no. yeah, Max. Well, there would I be mean, no way anyway. I, and I'm talking any job. Yes. I'm not yeah. talking well, a coaching right. of a bull. Right. I'm talking any legit job. Right. Anybody sees that name, it sees it, goes. Wait a second. Well, didn't I just hear about this dude on the news? I, I I think what got the steam going on this and the ball rolling is how he self-incriminated himself. Oh yeah. Otherwise, it, it, would it even have been a story? I don't know. No, there's a waited with too much. No, it was an it was a non-issue. I don't think it would have affected the bowling program going on forward at, at Stephen F. Austin at all. But it's his comments but, that he said. Well, yes, exactly. Correct. Yeah. Here's more comments. This is amazing. This dude here. <laughs> and again, from What's Kenosha, where where I'm from. Yeah. So I, maybe I was in a bar with him at some point in my life. Who knows? Uh, quote: I was the stay-at-home dad for five years with the kids, while Amber who is the head coach uh, of Stephen F. Austin, a yep. uh, very good bowler in her own right. Well, Amber got to go off and coach the team. And when she'd get back, I'd run practices on top of taking care of the kids while she was back, Steve Lemke said. When they travel again, I would sit back and take care of the kids. Then when I got hired on, she almost forced me to run practices. I was a volunteer the entire time before that, trying to help out Amber. Once I got hired on, one thing stemmed from another. I felt like I was doing too much for what I was being valued at. So pretty much, if I'm reading this correctly, this dude thought a way to get revenge on his yeah. wife, who was taking advantage of him, was to sleep with one of her players. Yeah. That That's what the mentality seems like from this dude. Not, 
madly in love with this girl and we're going right. to get married and have kids and da 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 da. That's not what this is. This is screw you. You don't know how good you've got it. And now right. I'm going to hurt you. That's what I, it sounds I, like. It also sounds like he's just an unhappy, lonely guy. Yeah. Unhappy husband. I mean, he back in it now. When I was coaching out at UW Whitewater, was helping out with the men's team out there, 07, 08, 09. Amber had just gotten hired for coaching the women's team out there at, at, UW Whitewater. Whitewater, at Whitewater. Another local tie-in. Right. So, and then Steve was her volunteer assistant there. They weren't married at that point yet. It was she was Amber Griffin at the right. time, but they were date, I believe they were high school sweethearts. Don't quote me on that, but yeah. um they they had a relationship back then, and Steve was the volunteer coach back then. At UW Whitewater, he was the one that was helping out with the practices and getting line, getting him lined up and making ball adjustments, helping him out that type of thing as well. So it wasn't like Steve just suddenly became an assistant coach. He's been an assistant he's coach the whole time, been a, and he's been a volunteer assistant in the past because the Division three college program. But you know, there wasn't much of a stipend for him in that. And I got a question: like, do you make enough money as a bowling coach where that's all you have to do for both of you? Like, doesn't this dude have a real job? Doesn't, I mean, That's right? That's a great question. I mean, from yeah. a financial standpoint, you keep telling me that he's volunteer assistant coach. There's no way you're making enough money at Whitewater as a coach to support two of you. Yeah. Where that yeah. dude doesn't have to work and has all this additional yeah. time to be a volunteer. Plus, they got kids now. So, right. to, to me, I really. to feed, yeah. Because right. these guys, I mean, again, I don't know how much a bowling coach makes. It can't be that much to where you can support well, a family full of kids on one payroll. That was going to be my question. And Bill probably might know this. Does it vary from college to college and what they get paid? Like, let's say the O'Keeves down at McHenry, which just won again out in Vegas. Do certain coaches, because of their name, get paid more? Oh, absolutely. Okay. It'd be no different than the NFL. It'd be no different than any other basket than NBA. The coaches that are out there that are known to win, that are known to recruit well, yeah, they weren't getting paid pennies by McKendry. And I guarantee you now that they're going to Jacksonville State, that's starting a Division One women's okay. bowling program, they're getting paid even more than they were at McKendry. I, you know, we can't verify it, but I, I feel but pretty money sure drives about it. them to the right. other college. I would absolutely. I'm sure that's what drove that decision. Here we go. So I just Googled it. Okay. What is the average bowling coach salary by state? Okay. Okay. Number one is Hawaii at $49,903. I don't even know a college program in Hawaii, to be honest. So. Nevada, 49106 Massachusetts, 48541 It goes all the way down. And where is Wisconsin? Where's Dwight? Where's Dwight at that list? <laughs> Wisconsin you guys know what I, get, what I charge. <laughs> Wisconsin is 36338 The worst one is Louisiana at 30000 Georgia, okay. 31000 um, But that's got to be somebody that works in a bowling center or a pro shop or something like that. I can't see that being a college coach. Let's see. Hold on here. Don't, don't any of these coaches have Because I put bowling, in college yeah. bowling coaches' yeah. salaries. Yeah. Yeah. But that right. doesn't. Yeah. There's no programs in Hawaii. Well, I'm sure there might be. Mm -mm. Doesn't. I've never doesn't, seen a college program from Hawaii participate in the USBC collegiate event. Well, I just was going to ask that. Doesn't uh, any of these coaches have to go through USBC and their requirements to be a college coach? Well, does, yeah, but that doesn't stop anything. I mean, that's just once they're there, they're they part can of do what they want. with safe sport and those other pro and the right. registered volunteer program. That's registered volunteer programs like preventive measure. Has this person had issues in the past? Yes. Then it gets to safe sport and it's look out for these factors. If you see a coach, having these types of behaviors with the player or trying to get them, you know, things to keep an eye on that type of thing. So it's more of a preventive me measure than anything. And 
being an NCAA coach, I'm not sure what NCAA requires for any type of education about, you know, preventing harassment of student athletes, that type Here, of thing. Here's another one. This is for St. Mary's head women's bowling coach deemed part-time salary range is 15 to $16,000. Yeah. Yeah. Per calendar for the year, season. Yeah. 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 And there's probably, they may be teaching some college, some college bowling coaches teach classes as a way to supplement the, yeah. you know, the, like at, the, said, at the university. Cause I don't know too many college bowling coaches that aren't, that don't have some type of, you know, postgraduate degree. Right. To be honest. So, so now what do you do going forward? If you're Stephen F. Austin, yeah. Well, you hire a new coach and hopefully so you well, get rid still of Amber? Yeah, I mean she's still I think there. She has to go with because of this, doesn't she? I don't know. But that's my question. I don't yeah. know. I don't you so know, they, you can't you can't, in my opinion, you can't let her go because her husband's a sleaze bag. Yeah. Right. So that means you you can't go I mean, because he's cheating the, on but her. The program that wasn't is her tarnished. fault. But well, the reports were too that the player that was in question, the third wheel, yeah. was still bowling at the intercollegiate team championships in Las Vegas on that team after Steve was let go. Say that again. From the I mean, reports I was looking I've at seen, you, but it didn't right. register. From the reports I've seen, the play, the third wheel, yeah, the player that right. was involved, yeah, was still bowling on the team when the team participated in the intercollegiate team championships in Las Vegas after Steve left the team. So she kept her. I think she probably had to because if you tried to do anything, I'm sure they probably somebody would have screamed retaliation and right, open up a can of worms. Because from what, I, but, but here's some the thing: of the is, it also come, doesn't come down to like Central versus she didn't want it, and he really pushed her. No, I on don't. Her. No, I mean in I'm, terms of the decision for her to bowl or not. None. No, uh, no, no, I don't not, think so. The level, I nobody's formally identified the player yet, but from what I've seen in social media, the player is one of the best in the country by far. On the women's collegiate, so side they wanted things. to win. That's I mean, why she's still on. Well, think well, about it, right? If you, if you're a, 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 again, well, I'm not comparing this to other professional athletes necessarily, but if you're a professional athlete that is a locker room, you know, cancer yes. problem or have some off field issues, or whatever else, but oh, yeah. you're really Every good. Sports got it, but yeah. you're yeah. really good. You stay. You're middle of the roster, bottom of the roster. You're cut. Right. You're and gone. we move on. Yeah. Right. right. So you're willing to look past certain things. So your team can win because as a coach, it represents you. If you win a championship and that's on your resume forever, you have to deal with it. I could not possibly imagine going through that. If my significant other cheated on me and then I was coaching a team and then I had to deal with coaching that that dude, coaching that dude uh, in in that environment. Like, how do you do that mentally? That that is tough. And from the people that said they were there that I've seen on social media said the team chemistry looked entirely terrible of course. Sure Boston, it was. which of exactly course. of course it right. was awkward yeah that's horrible <laughs> yeah yeah because oh, so that's i feel bad for her like that's that's horrible and, she's and i a, feel bad for the kids right yeah the kids are the ones really i feel bad I, for. I, re- I remember when i became a certified coach with usbc both bronze and silver there was something that was in the paperwork about coda ethics and morals as a coach okay so Sure, you want to be happy for your student, but to a certain point, you know, type of deal. But that again, yeah. he hit it right on the head when he said that was an ethical thing. Uh, oh, yeah, it definitely was ethical. 
you know, and moral. So. Oh, c- congratulations! I guess they got, <laughs> how far did they get? I'm assuming they didn't. Well, it was uh, they were they were the top 16 in the nation for the USBC Intercollegiate Team Championship. I don't know where they finished in the event. Well, I didn't go back and look. I look at it as good luck trying to get a job anywhere else. You're going to be yeah, a stay home dad for the rest of your life. Yeah, but that, yeah. Is he? I, is he going to see those kids if she says we're done? Oh yeah, that is he really? Too. Well, yeah, it's going to be yeah. interesting to see how many players from Stephen F. Austin entered the NCAA transfer portal and everything too. Because how crazy that I don't know. We should get yeah. somebody out to talk about that. How crazy is a portal in college bowling versus these other sports? Well, there's a lot of girls from McKendree. They're going to Jacksonville State from reports. Really? Because the O'Keefe's took the jobs at Jacksonville oh, State. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, we're going to follow the they coach. Want to stay with good, that they coach. want to stay with that coach. That's yeah, Florida, too. The success yeah. she's had yeah. with them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah makes Winning sense. another title. Yeah, I wonder yeah. how that transfer portal is. That'd be good to get a college coach on, not the Lemkes. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. <laughs> uh, let's move on to uh, yeah. topic number two. Uh, the PBA LBC National Championship still going on at Bolero. Again, anybody can bowl in this uh, of any type of talent level. There's handicap divisions and everything else, scratch divisions. Uh, Phil Bryla, we talked to Tom Clark about it, and he uh, had said, obviously, you're trying to grow. This is the first year, so you don't know what you're going to have for people you know, putting their yeah. applications in and signing up and so forth. Right. Uh, how has that process been? You're out there every weekend. It seems to be picking up. There was a pretty for Father's Day weekend. It was a pretty decent sized amount of players through last weekend. A uh, couple new leaders in the Open Classic Division, Women's Classic Division was uh, a, a local Olivia Kemerowski from up in Oshkosh. A uh, gentleman from St. Louis uh, put up a 1500 in like 1507 six game total so average just over 250 so it's a play it's not a, i mean it's not kick the ball in the lane easy it's a playable shot and if you have make the right shots make your spares when you leave them and that you can put up a pretty decent score uh and the, the unique part about it is uh players like the the gentleman that's leading now and uh and john fury who's a part-time pba pro that came in uh they have other players that they're bowling like doubles or team with uh, later on in the event, they got here early and they paid the entry fee. So, you know, here's um, the the leader, Derek. I, I'm blanking on Derek's last name, but, uh, you know, Derek shoots 790 something for his first three for the doubles games. And John Fury, that counts towards the team score, his last three games are 811. Woo. So, so here five, you go. Five it's to one be, ratio. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's got to be, it's got to be so nice coming in knowing that, you know, one of the guys on your, your doubles spring, you know, your other doubles mate or one of the guys on your four person team has <laughs> already put up that kind of score yeah. for you. I still firmly believe that reactive balls were more intended to be on a middle of the road racial versus a heavy top hat block. Let's say 12 to 1, 13, 1, 14, 1, because they magnify the lane condition. 
five to one is that middle of the road six to one is that middle of the road so i we all when i learned in when i went to school on oiling lanes is that you want more of a smooth curvature to the pattern not so cliffy or top hatty uh, we used to call it in the uh, industry so um the guys that can adjust once the lanes break down um are the ones that are obviously uh, with the reactive ball are going to be the ones that are going to succeed in this tournament when they came out with the pattern and they showed the video i'm like well many different angles are being used and all the guys are getting to the pocket with it i expect scores to be high so it shows that you don't need such an incredibly you easy can't, pattern to get scores but this is the thing you in my opinion you couldn't put out a tough pattern if you're right. having guys with handicaps coming in that aren't right. aren't as good as these guys that, that, that yeah, phil was that talking about you had road, to make right. it a pattern that wasn't going to kill confidence right. and then nobody's gonna exactly. want to bowl it again uh, correct so is so matt ganson the only one with 300 no we've had there's been four so far there was one this past weekend uh lots of front tens fronts 11 you know front nine front 10 and then i bring the camera out and they see it and i just all black right. cloud them so yeah way know. to go <laughs> yeah that's Good my job, job. Jinx. so yeah exactly but it's been you know i i see more the squads are getting bigger as it goes through there's a couple of weekends coming up with where like the 2 p.m. and 7 p.m. Saturday squads are sold out already. Nice. So, and it only runs till July 16th. So people are like sitting on the fence. They can still like, sign up. They can still sign up on the on the PBA website. There's a link right for the LBC tournament, and yeah. you can get on your squad and get your chance. I mean, five thousand dollars guaranteed in 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 the two handicap divisions and the women's classic and the senior classic, and it's twenty five grand on top. Plus, you get it uh, on the Open Classic. Plus, if you're one of the top finishers in those divisions, you get your chance to go to Bayside Bowl in September That's and bowl awesome. for even more money. All about so, just right. going to Bayside Bowl is worth it. Right. Yes, worth it all. When you say sold out, how many lanes then do they take up? They use 40 lanes on the 48 side of Bolero, and there's two bowlers on a pair. So it's a nice pace. I mean, you're done with your six games in so about three hours. you see them go all the way towards 72 already on some Yeah, they use 27, basically 27 to 64. Okay. Or 66, 66, 27 to 66. That's impressive. That's a lot of running so, for you. That's <laughs> ah, not too bad. So I get my steps in. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. so. What about the local perspective as far as locally here in Wisconsin and Milwaukee area? More people are they're seeing what's going on and they're starting to sign up. I talked to a couple of people yesterday who called me or texted me and asked me questions about you know getting signed up, that type of thing. So I, I think people are starting to realize that, hey, this money's for real, this tournament's for real. There's a chance to win a lot of cash out My there. My question is, how much did Bolero promote this with inside their centers? In, I couldn't tell you because See, this I is the thing. really didn't spend that much time inside of Bolero Wauwatosa this right. year. But but just in general around the country. So for me, if this is going to go, you're hosting the yeah. event at your one of your facilities. So right. Bolero's got got Hundreds, some skin in right? this, right? Right. Right. Then yeah. there should be some type of promotion with inside all of these facilities during the actual bowling season. Right, that this is going to be a thing that they're going to do and sign up and right. have signs up and have announcements made in league play and right. do that type of stuff to get word out about it to help promote it. Because Bolero Inks are throughout the whole United yes. States. Yeah. Right. Uh, right. Uh, yeah. Texas's and right. yes. yeah, all over. Right. Yeah. So they can come from any of those. Uh, well, any I, bowler can come in and now bowl. Right. right. I've seen right. people. I've seen people come in from California. John Fury was just in this weekend. He flew in Saturday night from New Jersey, and he flew out Monday and morning. Think about it. And go, went back. The people that are coming in this weekend, right. Summerfest is going right. on. Right. Exactly. So you're coming in, and you're gonna be able to catch Summerfest for the next yeah. couple of weekends as well, which is like you don't know. Look it up. Largest 
music festival in the country. Yes. It's amazing. And yeah. so not only do you get to go bowl your three hours, you say it normally takes. Yeah. You can bowl your three hours and you have plenty of time to go enjoy some music, some bands, get a couple yeah. of drinks, some great food. vacation in there. Down, right. down, by the, down by the lake and it's beautiful weather. Like, yeah. Can't it makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, okay, let's uh, move on to the next uh, topic, topic number three, PWBA U.S. Open Recap. I'd love to tell you that I sat down and watched this. It is still sitting on my DVR, recorded, but my life has been completely insane, and I <laughs> did not have any chance. By the time I got done doing work last night, it was 1230 in the morning. I had a box of mac and cheese for dinner and I went to bed. Not good for weight gain. Uh, <laughs> Dwight, uh, do tell me your thoughts on what you saw with the PWBA U.S. Open. Well, I was happy that it was going to be on tv uh, at least a cable tape of right. tv with cbs sports yep. i during the week i i did watch um one of the qualifiers um uh bella uh, cast love castile uh has a, a fa facebook page she has forty six thousand seven hundred followers that's good and I, I don't know if it was dad or someone else but they videotaped every shot she threw they videotaped her drive into the bowling alley mm -hmm. um i think mom is uh her coach or uh by her side um so uh when I watched the bowling, though, that's what I was watching for. I believe it was the first round. Um, and so there were four different patterns. Uh, Kelly Cook touched on that yeah. uh, during the week. Um, and so I did read also not just Bella's comments, um, but uh, there were pictures on social media of uh, Dan McEw uh, Danielle McEwen uh, lying on the ground saying, my brain hurts, my body hurts. Um, <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, right. Uh, <laughs> Because that's the ob that seems to be the object of the U.S. Open the past few years since the USBC got it back is torture the hell out of the bowlers. It's for, just like that for golf too. For a week, yeah. But yeah. That's yeah. just what this is. Right. It's always been right. this way. It's something right. new. Well, I was excited to watch Bella because of her two-handed game and everything, and um, it, it was to a point where I'm like, okay, this is not any fun. I'm watching all these ladies um, struggling tremendously. Uh, she went like 180, 169, 129, 149, um, and she's missing every spare possible. And I'm like, this is a train wreck, you know, type of deal. I again, the point becomes is, and I always love to quote Mo Pinnell, the sport will not survive if you take away the pocket. And that shot to me, at least that one that she was on, was the epitome of that, where I, the only ones that were kind of hitting it was Liz Johnson because she goes so darn straight. It was the time where speed and revs were actually at a disadvantage, and the straighter you can go and the more you know where it's going was your advantage. Right. It looked like maybe over the other patterns, they started to open up a little bit as the averages went up. Uh, Verita Crawley uh, listed her four averages of each pattern from 177 in match play to 222 on pattern number four. And so it would have been interesting to see what pattern they had for the show. But um, Kelly Kulik starts off the show by saying that's not a good thing to start off the show. I expect 180s and 190s to win the matches. Oh, yeah. my God. So it makes for but a again, long show. It, but it's it's not only that, but just think about it. If you're flipping through the channels, oh, bowling, all right, cool, I'll mm -hmm. watch it, right? And yep. you see that, how long are you staying? Right. If you're not staying span. long, you're like, these girls are awful. Right. And you just move on. I mean, that that literally, no, that's, and that's, that's not it. the case. I'm not saying yeah, they're awful. Right. But I'm just saying, as a casual fan who may watch the PBA and watch the men or whatever, you get to and you're like, oh, all right, I'll give this a shot. And you see what's happening, what you're describing. Oh, they're off. Boom. Gone. And you're going yeah. to find something else. You're 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 not going to hold an audience if it's that bad. Right. right. And it's a matter of two. It's just 
the vibe is so different with it the is. women with the women's event on TV. It's more it seems more subdued. Yes. The players are all very subdued when they're on the lanes. There's not a lot of emotions lot of that, that are being shown right. out there where at least, yeah, Anthony Simonson, you, you get him kicking and screaming or, right. uh, you know, EJ Tackett. Into it, being, yeah, and, and the crowd it. just seemed a little yeah, dead with it as well. and banners and the whole type of deal. Yeah. It's not a good look when the crowd is full of old guys crossing their arms. And, and that's what I ended up seeing. And I made a comment to my wife about that. You know, I mean, that's a sign that everyone's bored or doesn't want to be there. You know, it's funny. Sometimes I see people that complain on the PBA shows when they put the big old graphics board behind the bowlers and you can't see the fans. Right. Sometimes that's not a bad thing. Right. The other thing is, the fan it, base. It just, right. And so my wife says, well, what's wrong with that? With the old guys crossing their arms. Mike, we, we talk about this all the time on the radio show demographics demographics yes. why aren't yeah. young college oh, girls correct. in that crowd there were a handful um a handful of youth but you yeah. know i mean they were outweighed by the wrong demographic again being in that crowd right you know um so but the one thing i did enjoy was the insight of kelly Cook. she's a pro bowler she made the top 24 um her insight she gives a lot more you know me again technical information sure. uh, you know i was going to like that we, um, compared to what Randy does, you know, she really gets into the lane conditions. I did not know they had four patterns. I did not know that they used two different oils to oil that lane. And they were actually, in my opinion, if you want scores, they were, they were reversed of what they should be. They should have been ice up front See, and fire in the back. This is the thing. So I, this is what I picture and I'm probably dead wrong. Okay. But in my brain, this is what I picture. Whoever came up with this, they laid it down and like, oh, this is one of the toughest pairs we've ever done. Good mm. luck, man. Yeah, we, yeah. we we rocked this pair. This is awesome. We did a great yeah. job. They're high five and they're all happy. Everybody's happy, right? Yep. That they got a great difficult pattern. Mm. And then you watch it. Yes. Are you still high five and celebrating? We won, we won, we won, we Ooh, beat them, right? right? Are you all excited? <laughs> I, or are you going, dude, we screwed this whole right. damn tournament I up? Don't I think with the attitude out of Arlington, I think it's like they wanted to, it, it's kind of like the U S open with golf where they just want to beat them up and, and see who the best is after all week in the TV. But, but for the, but for the bowling, the TV's the last thing you don't get to see the 42 or 48 right. games before that. But That's the difference where they is, grind through it. Golf, right. You see all 72 holes. Right. But the difference the is Phil is golf is the men number yeah. one. So your best players or whatever are out there right yeah. now tigers no longer but right. your stars of the sport are still out there yeah. for the pba same thing yeah. your stars are out there yeah. the women as we've talked about get yeah. no tv time hardly yeah. at all to begin right. with yeah. so why are you trying to embarrass them when you finally get them on tv yep. it makes zero sense right. kelly Kulik said on the show that clara guerrero top seed you know mike you love Clara, right? That's your girl. She's still yeah. very pretty. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but anyways, wanted the pattern to be tough, tougher, better. Well, she gets embarrassed by losing 150 to 143. Be careful what you wish for. Exactly. Yeah. And again, nobody wins when the top score is 150 something. It was yeah. ugly. Nobody. Because nobody that well, respects what they're seeing on TV that doesn't know how hard it is. Most people well, watching don't know how hard it is. Right. And now you lose that person probably forever to ever coming back because they've never yeah, seen the it. And now they're never going to watch it. Women at home watching the show going, I could shoot 150 well, and 160,000. Yes. Go back to the Tom Doherty thing. Doherty shot 100. 100. Right. Okay. That made some above and beyond basic bowling news when he did that. There were some thing, people out there, so you couldn't believe a guy shot. Though, well, that same but match. more people talked about that 100 game than yeah, right. this 299. Correct. Right. That's exactly it. I brought it there up was, 10 years so later. So if somebody so. would have shot Rob 100. Still does. Yeah. Still does. Yeah. Right. But if anybody would have shot 
if somebody would have shot 300 of the championship match or somebody would have shot 120 of the championship match, right. wasn't going to make social media because the Lemke story just blew anything bowling yes. related. That's Killed the only it. thing that was that went on everybody's radar right this week. And that, you know, it, it didn't just kill, you know, what could possibly be a great bowling program at SFA. It killed a lot of bowling news for the women. And it kind of made things where they could have gotten some extra attention. I but hey, it was a, you know, even if it was a grind out match or something, that's gone because all everybody can think about is how this bowling coach stuck it to his player. Right. That's exactly yeah. right. Well, yeah. what I wrote in my notes for both of you was the question was going to be is, are we getting too tough with the US Open patterns? Um, I mean, yes. Right. I think we just said that. I mean, but it's not. Yeah. The scores are change. that low. My God, it, it, you killed it. You yeah. absolutely killed it. And I understand it has to be difficult, but you can't have scores in the 150s to 180s winning matches, guys. Yeah. I mean, you still have to have scores yeah. in the 215s, but, 220s well, yeah, winning nobody, matches. They don't have to be 275 those, to win, but they got to be around 210, 215. But those were the first three games. Yeah, first three but games. But nobody yeah. remembers the first, all, all remembers the championship 180s, match. 15s, right. They were close right yeah. down to the final ball. Yep. But they got over 200. Yep. And they got. And then what happened is the lanes transitioned. They couldn't figure it out. Um, I would have loved to have been Clara's ball rep that day. I would have told which her one right, of the three. Yeah, I would have told her right. Right. I would have told her right <laughs> away. Two bowlers, three ball reps. Bad luck. Try something else. I yeah. mean, but it's one game. I mean, it's one what, game. What, what I get option? It, but and nerves coming up. I mean, they both looked. We've seen them bowl in the past. You could tell it was major nerves going on yes. with both those players. Well, you're bowling for quite right. a bit of money. For and I said to my wife again, sixty thousand is a whole year for these girls. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. That's six regular. That's six titles on the regular part of the tour. That's not right. televised. Six of them. So and I don't know you, how they survive doing this well, all year either. That's why they condense the schedule and make yeah fourteen tournaments in eight weeks. Right. Yeah. That's 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 tough. So, so enough of them can get out there. All right. Uh, let's move on. Last topic. We're already at thirty four minutes on the <laughs> podcast. Uh, okay, so I, I said earlier in the show, I had a chance to go to St. Louis uh, for a, a baseball tournament, 16 new baseball tournament last week. Left on Tuesday, came back on Sunday. Okay, so got to go to the St. Louis Zoo, uh, which is awesome. Cool. Highly recommend. Yep. Uh, I went to the St. Louis Cardinals Giants game last Wednesday. That was a lot of fun. First time in that new Bush Stadium. I had been to Old Bush, but never had been to the the, the newer stadium. Not that new anymore, but I uh, checked that out. That did a great job with their baseball park village and stuff they have around it outside of the stadium. Just well done. Guys do the arch. Uh, went to the arch. Yep. The 16 year old and seven year old scared to death to go in the arch. So we never got to go. Got and I was, it's I was livid, <laughs> livid. I tell you livid, uh, but we got pictures and all that stuff. Uh, we were underneath it, looking up and all that. Um, so we did that, uh, did the aquarium at Union Street Station in St. Louis. That's more of a kid thing, more than an adult thing, but the seven-year-old loved it, so that was worth it. Then we found this place we had no intention of going to when we got down there, but we drove by. We're like, oh, what's that? So we looked it up on the internet called the St. Louis Foundry, um, and we looked it up, and it is kind of like Third Street Market Hall in Milwaukee, which was the old Grand Avenue Mall downtown, kind of by Pfizer Forum, uh, a little few minutes away from Pfizer Forum, where the Bucks play. And it's, you know, a bunch of different small local uh, people that have their own little food venues in there. So you can get any type of food you could possibly imagine from all these different vendors inside. And then they have picnic tables and stuff you can sit at and eat, and they got music playing or whatever. Well, that is one part of it that is true. But as you walk up, they had a stage on one end outside. They had lights hanging over the middle with all these different local like clothing vendors and jewelry vendors down the middle that was selling their own product. 
then at the end of this, they had a, a fresh time food market at one end. They had, uh, what else did they have? A fitness center, all this stuff, all in this mm. little area. It was very well done. But then they had another warehouse because they were all like warehouses. They had another warehouse with a place, and maybe you have heard of it, called Putt Shack. And yeah. Putt Shack is miniature golf. And they have one in Illinois. I had never heard of it before. No, and no. there's like, I think there's like 10 of them across the country. Hmm. So we go inside to check this out. And I think it was four indoor nine hole courses is what they have. They have this huge bar in the middle on the bottom and a bar up on the top. They have a full service kitchen. So they have booths going down uh, both levels where you can sit down and have a, a regular good meal, the whole deal. And these courses are, are relatively small, but it's done completely different than any miniature golf that you've seen. Hmm. So instead of a hole in one being one, and if you take two five putts again, it's five. It's different. You get a hole in one, it's 50 points. Hmm. Two shots are 40 points. Three, okay? Yeah. The ball has a chip in it. So the ball is attached to you. So you put the ball down on this little spot. Cool. And it registers. And on the computer screen on your hole registers that you're doing it. So the computers keep track of everything. You don't keep track of anything. If you go into a hazard, you lose 10 points, 20 points, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Once you start putting, you go all the way through. Each hole is a different theme. So like one hole was a trivial pursuit hole where you hit it up this ramp and you pick what topic you want to have to answer a question from. Then it spits out onto this other green with another computer screen and the question pops up and then you have to hit it into the red or blue hole, depending on which answer you believe is correct. If you get it right, you get bonus points. If you get it wrong, you lose points, right? They have an air hockey one. They had a basketball hoop (laughs) one. They have what they call, um, maybe I had this term wrong, super tubes or something like that. And if you get into the super tube, you get bonus points and it pretty much not all the time, but pretty much all the time spits out into a hole in one. So you get the points for the hole in one as well, but they're very difficult on each hole. So I had, I think I had two of those super tubes and one basketball one, which was pretty cool, but there was all these basketball hoops, like a carnival type game. And the one in the far back was a super tube. So you had to hit it pretty hard and then get the right bounce to bounce in. And it spits out in the hole in one on the green. So it was, it was awesome, right? It was a lot yeah. of fun. Nine holes, Go super quick. Each hole's a different theme, all done digitally and electronically, and it was awesome. Yeah. So there I am, playing miniature golf with the family, and we're all having a good time until the seven-year-old lost and started crying. Um, so, but what I thought of was, why don't we, as a bowling industry, have something like this for bowling? And this is what I'm talking about. We have these automatic scores. They do this already, right? Yeah. Why doesn't somebody, and here I am, big talker, but why doesn't somebody come up with g- different games you can play other than oh, there's bowling? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you ever heard of hyper bowling, Steve? No. Sussex Bowl. Take a trip with your family out to Sussex Bowl in Sussex. Right. Or they, I know they have hyper bowling there. I think they might have it at Whirly Ball okay. as well. Yeah, and there's Whirly Ball locations Whirly all around Ball. Chicago right. and all, all right, that stuff. Yeah. But it's games. Whirly Ball in Brookfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah in Brookfield, Brookfield yeah. Square? Yeah, I think right. they have it there too. But I know they're all, Whirly okay. Ball is kind of a Midwest thing. Uh, 
it's called hyperballing cubic amf makes it and they have the gutter rails are raised and they have colored leds on the on the gutter rails nice so you either have to hit a rail or miss a rail or that kind of thing and then there's multipliers with how many pins you knock down and that type of thing. And there's different games built into this hyperbole. Right. And that's, that's as well. I didn't know about for that. adults. Well, but you, yeah, but you can do it you with your kids it. or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's all kinds of stuff. I it's like, pretty neat. I like that concept, but yeah. something along those lines where you have different targets that come down. Right. Yeah. So the first frame is maybe this, this split that you have to make. If you convert it, you get so many points. If you get one pin, you get so many points, whatever. Sure. Yeah. Second frame comes down. Now it's just the 10 pin. Hit it. You get this. Third frame is another different conversion that you have to do, uh, whatever it is. But the one thing that I would say is you, in order to, to bowl this, you have to bowl the specialized balls that you're given. So you don't get to use your actual ball necessarily yeah. to go out there and bowl. You yeah. have to use a specialized ball yeah. that goes out there that has the computer chip in it or whatever yeah. else um, that knows you know kind of what it's doing. And it wouldn't surprise me with that clutch bowling that you see the the strike tracker on yes. on the fox shows where it's actually on the lane not the, not the graphic that you get with the keggle stuff uh it wouldn't surprise me if they had some type of game that was responsive to the the lights where the ball passes and that type you of thing have as well. bolero which has all of these quote-unquote entertainment facilities right which said when they started yes. when they came into the pba do you remember yes, yes. Oh, league bowling. no no no. Hey, it's, it's all Shannon's about open quote. bowling, yeah, right? Yeah. Remember yeah. that? And you yep. were living. You yeah. were so pissed off yeah. on our spare time bowling show when that happened. Yeah. And we're like, this guy's going to run the damn PBA. Are you kidding me? Okay. Well, you believe in the entertainment product. Obviously, yeah. it should be standard at Bolero Lane. Say, so, look, guys, you don't have to come and bowl just generic bowling. Right. You're in high school or college. You want to have some fun? We got a couple of cool different concept games for you. And yeah. then you can build prizes in. Hey, man, not only do you get the bonus points, but you get a free beverage at the bar if you hit this on your lane when you're bowling or something along right. those lines. Make it something different so where it's not just the same 10 pins and reinvigorate and rejuvenate the sport for yeah. guys that can come in and do something else. Let these kids do it once and go run and tell their friends in college, dude, you got to come try this. This right. is a blast. That's what has to happen, I yeah. think. Maybe they have it. I bowl and I've never heard of hyperbole. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they have it, Sparky, but they don't promote it. Maybe we, they now, do I don't know how many other centers actually have. And how many I've been to Blair before. I've never seen that anything promoted on the walls or by right. anybody. Yeah. I mean, that should be a deal where you walk in, and the person in the counter goes, Hey, you can do regular bowling, but we also have this concept, this concept, and this right. concept is very right. cool. We can show you how to do it if you have any questions. Is, is the big one still Cosmic Bowl? On the yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, dark, I mean, that's, I mean, lights off, yeah, yeah lights off, the yeah, music going, and they got the big screens at Bolero screens, now. Yeah. They, they show the, the kids music like that. Stuff. Don't get yeah. me wrong, but something you want something else, else right? Right. More arcade like something yeah. different. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That is target bowling kind of deal or carnival like type deal where it keeps track of the points for you and all of that stuff. Yeah. And, and you can yeah. cash them in well, on stuffed yes. animals. Yeah. Not about stuffed animals, but beverages or whatever the case may be. I know that's Kego Specto has games on it too, more geared more towards a serious player where you practice and you can, you know, target hitting and certain pins and that type of thing right. that you can, but I don't think you win anything in but particular think about in it. that game. Like some of these, if you go to like charity bowling, they'll have the red pin, right? right. Yes. Oh, the red pin is the head Spin pin. The yeah. wheel. You, you get right. whatever, right? right. Something. Right. So you can make that all part of it as well with, with right. different colored pins and yeah. stuff. That. To me, you've got to figure out a way of how do you re-energize and get people back at the bowling centers because it's something fun to do. 
Uh, you can go yeah. to miniature golf courses in the summertime and you will see lines of families well, wanting to play mini golf. Yeah, yeah. I do not see that for open bowling every weekend. Yeah. Well, here's I'm not going to I'm not saying in the Debbie summer downer right. here, but here's the problem with that. To make that happen, you have to have the modern automatic scoring Correct. That, that does that. A yes. lot of proprietors aren't going to pay at least in this state pay to have that put in. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what how uh, uh how the Hainan family up at uh, Sussex Bowl has been doing with that hyper bowling cuz they put it yeah, in last Stephen year. has done a ton yeah. with that center yeah. since it's, he's taken it over. I've not been uh, there. Yeah. It's uh, gorgeous. But I will yeah. definitely go try it out. But yeah. see again, once you have it, then it becomes how do you promote it? How right. do you get right. word how of mouth out it? there? Yeah. Right. How do you get people to drive to your center to go check it out and bowl? Would yeah. you have known about this putt putt golf unless you walked this into putt it? check? No. No, right. Absolutely not. We were actually going to mini golf at Union Station where the aquarium is because they have mini golf there. Okay. And it's outside and it's just very standard. They have a rock here, rock there, whatever, normal yeah. mini golf. Yeah. And when Kay was online looking at this foundry place, she saw this putt check. She's like, look at this. Mm-hmm. And for the pretty much the same price, it might have been less. We got to do a lot that more entertainment versus yeah. just playing a standard mini golf game. And it was amazing. Yeah. Like I would do that. All so, the time. We yeah. only played one of the courses. There's four courses yeah. that are all different. We were on the Sapphire course in St. Louis, I yeah. believe it was called. Yeah, it, it's like a restaurant. You know, you discover a restaurant that's not has great food, but it's never been promoted. I, I used to always look at my wife and say, hidden secret. Yes. Yeah. You know, hidden gems. Yeah. Right. Hidden gems. And it, there's a part of you that's like, oh, man, I know about it. Yeah. Don't tell anybody. But then you're yeah. like, it ain't gonna be around very long. We don't, don't tell, tell anybody. anybody, right? Like, I mean, it's yes. good that nobody knows about it, but it's yeah. bad that nobody knows yeah. about it. Your yeah. hidden gem may be a, a gem of the past right. if you don't be careful. So. so, yeah, that that's part of it. I don't know. So this hyperbowling thing is thing. I'm gonna have to check it out. But yeah. that, but to me, when I did that, I was like, okay, this is a different way of mini golf. Yes, that kind yeah. of re-energized Twist. all of us. Like, yeah. all right, this all sounds right. fun. Let's try it. And then yeah. after we did, we're like, man, I want to go do it again. Mm-hmm. You no, know? it's a lot of fun. And then they have screens up. You can reserve online. So literally you walk in and you see on, on the screen, almost like airplanes taking off yeah. 620 Sapphire yeah. course, your name yeah. and how many mm-hmm. minutes until you tee off type deal. And you just go up when it's time your time to tee off. And they have people on each nine holes kind of watching and helping if anybody has questions or whatever. And then people are eating full menu dinners yeah. and stuff and a full bar. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It, 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 it seems you were like- very impressed by it. Yeah, I it think, was awesome. I think if yeah. you took a trip out to Sussex Bowl and, and tried yeah. it with the family, I think you'd have a lot of fun. Like with I Bowl. tweeted at Pfizer former uh, and said, and the Bucks and said, this needs to be in the Deer District. That Punch Bowl Social, which has been horrible forever, yeah, they should put it in there. Yeah. That's where it should go. It should go right there and draw those people down there to go do that new form of golf. Yeah. Right there in that deer district to give you another form of entertainment outside of that arena. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know one guy that, that would be in. absolutely on board for that right. would be would be Dan Gannant down at Castle. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because yeah. again, he's open for stuff like that. Seeing that, you got to spend yeah. to make. Yeah. Yes, you do, and you yeah. will make a ton. Right. Again, there's nothing like it around here. Right. Nothing. Right. And it's indoor. It would be a so draw. It's oh, indoor, right. so even in the winter, Weather. it's going to yep. work. Right. It's yeah. the middle of summer. That place was packed. Oh yeah. Packed with people, especially if it's 95 outside, yes, yeah, absolutely. And it was, it was yeah. like 92, 93 <laughs> down there. And these people oh, at yeah. the game are like, 
Oh, you're not from here. Where are you from? Wisconsin. Oh, this is actually pretty, pretty. All right. It gets way worse than this. I'm yeah. like, y'all can live here. I want nothing to do with it. Uh, he is Phil Brylo. Uh, of course, check him out at Bruce city bowling on Twitter. Dewey 300 Dwight Albright, spare time pro shop. Uh, and of course, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer at Sparky radio, 1250 AM. The fan. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy the rest of your day. 